Hey, Calvin here. Today's episode is one that we recorded months ago after the untimely death of Chadwick Boseman. I delayed his release so we could honor him for Black History Month because Black Panther was released during Black History Month, and it amazed me to see how many people of all races flocked to theaters just to come out inspired by the fictional country of Wakanda. Chadwick is gone, but his legacy will live forever. Thank you, Mr. Boseman. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Straight Up Show podcast. We just finished our uh, superhero tournament where the winner was Spider-Man. So, I mean, that was kind of crazy, but we couldn't, we couldn't, we, we, we told you all we're going to touch back on a subject, uh, and that was about the passing of uh, Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. the Black Panther, a.k.a. James Brown, a.k.a. Uh, Thurgood Marshall, a.k.a. Uh, some, uh, some of everybody. You just can't, he plays everybody, but... <laughs> Uh, join, join me today is the our guest from this uh, episode, uh, Dasmond and CJ. How you guys doing today? What's up? Love what's up? Dude, I'm glad that tournament's over, man. That was some of the most stressful. <laughs> <laughs> man, forehead sweating, just palm grease. I'm still oh, mad at all y'all. All y'all, you know, I'm the host, so I'm not supposed to, I'm only supposed to vote when I, you know, I need to, but all three of y'all had opportunity to save Batman, and none of y'all. I was just about to say that. Like, none of y'all saved Batman. It's, it's like, it's it's like, it's not, it's not Lee's fault. Y'all had That's why I was like, what have we done? Like, oh, it, oh, it, okay, all right. Just hit me out. Just hit me out. I, I know we're going to focus on Black Panther soon, but let me, we, we got to explain ourselves. Okay, so for me, all right, obviously I was riding the Superman, okay? I knew it was either going to come down to Batman or Superman, or so I thought, right? So when I seen that Batman was being taken off the board, the fact that Robin would be the one that advanced, like Robin is a very complex character. Like that is a well-done character if you include every single iteration so i wasn't mad at the decision like you know i uh oh and let's be honest we we knew robin wasn't gonna make it all the way let's just let's just call spade a spade right but But soup soup was up for grabs man soup was in danger i'm just you know as a somebody on the outside looking in i'm like man you know there's no excuse you know he uh you know, he, he had an opportunity to make it, but y'all just came If Brandon out. was an anti-Superman, I would have <laughs> went all in. But I knew what I was up against, man. And, and, and I, like, I'm not, I w- I'm not the biggest Superman fan myself, but I felt like he needed his proper due. Just like I felt like Cyclops needed his pro- proper due. Um, I didn't want to just dismiss him. Oh, he's a Boy Scout. No, he's a little bit more to it than just that. But, uh, I, I was shocked when Batman got. I, think, I thought somebody else was gonna save him, but no, I, man, y'all just and and Lee got both of y'all, man. So <laughs> big shout out to Lee for just oh, you know man. for producing. And Brandon this. is really yeah. Go and, ahead. And, Bra- and Brandon, yeah, and Brandon, you know, all of them, all of them because Brandon was sea salty. He was just like man. Yeah, that's kind of what motivated it. The whole the whole <laughs> Superman focusing on Superman and just let Batman letting Batman go. 
But I, I don't know who said it, but uh, I don't know. One of y'all was talking about Cyclops, and he was like, man, you have a nuclear bomb in your eyes. I'm like, dang, that is kind of deep. You know, you got a whole bomb in your eye. Like, yeah, I, like, okay. I, I said that quoting uh, Wolverine talking about giving Cyclops one of the few compliments he, he's ever given him. He's like, I took your girl, but anyway. took <laughs> 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 your girl. Man, oh, man. man, that was a good time. But I'm glad y'all guys enjoyed the tournament. Thank y'all so much for participating. And, uh, you know, if y'all keep listening to the show, we're going to come up with some more stressful uh, tournaments. You know, if y'all have some ideas, definitely hit us up at uh, all our social media platforms. You can go to our website at www.straightupshowpodcast.com. Make sure you stay active. Use the hashtag Straight Up Show Podcast because we will give out exclusive and free items. And, you know, I have a coupon for a free pizza. So, uh, stay, you know, I get that monthly somehow. I can't Ooh. tell you how, but uh, stay tuned. Share our products and you get might get free pizza. Just saying. Anyway, so we're back into it. Um, and uh, like I said, we are coming kind of at I, – I, I don't want to be sad no more because, I mean, he, he's – at the time of this recording, he's been gone for a couple months. Uh, but it's just like, you know, I, I, I'm going to say it, like, you know I mean? And I talked to you outside the show, but I was really riding for Michael Jai White to be Black Panther. I don't know why. I just see, I, I just saw him as Black Panther. And uh, even on, on one of my friends' other podcasts, we, you know, we had talked about Black films. And I was like, man, like the only American Black actor that's really working so much is Chadwick Boseman, man, like, because, and, like, because it's, like, either is a British-American or British uh, Black actor or Chadwick Boseman, British-American actor or Chadwick Boseman, like, there's never no, like, because, like, there's no Blair Underwood or Morris Chestnuts or, you know what I mean, because, like, in the 90s, them guys were, like, big, but now they're just, like, it's, like, oh, British Black guy, Chadwick Boseman. Jackie Robinson, you know, James Brown. It's funny you mention that, man. It's funny you mention that, because, like, you know, when we first got the news and, you know, we all chopped it up in our group chat, like it just showed how limited the the playing field is, oh, you know, oh, like yeah, how yeah. hard it was for us to come up with, you know, possible replacements. Like it just shows how thin, you know, black cinema is, which was one of the reasons why Black Panther resonated so huge in the culture right yeah because before um before i even have to give some props to like tyler perry you can you can argue about the um quality Quality. of the films that he creates black panther was uh shot on the lot that uh tyler perry has purchased it's his uh uh, in in atlanta and uh i know that he wind up getting, he, he's risen to this kind of prominence because he's given black actors who don't get a lot of roles in Hollywood unless it's like, I, I know a lot of people hate bringing this up. A lot of the roles that black people wind up getting in film is like slavery or they're a side character, supporting character, or just a walk on. Um, you know, you got the sassy black character, you got the the black team with the attitude and all that. Um, being that uh, we sitting there struggling to try to find somebody to replace Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman was sitting there playing Thurgood Marshall, Jackie Robinson, uh, James Brown. Um, 
it is a very limited uh, field out there, and it's and and there aren't even that many. Forget, you know, all the other roles that uh that aren't made available to black actors. Right. There aren't that many like black superheroes. Is imagery is incredibly important, and you always usually have like a a white male cisgender heterosexual who uh is the main protagonist. And Black Panther was so big because we got to see not just, you know, one single uh, superhero who's uh, competent. You had an entire nation uh, that the the whole um, Afro-futuristic um, genre being, impl- being applied to the set design, being applied to the costumes. All that was an incredibly huge deal. And... Um, it, that that was a moment Chadwick Boseman being the one that can hold that role down was huge. Yeah, and, and it'll never be back in there. Yeah, and it was really huge. And then, like you know, one thing just it, you and you learn so much, you know, about people when they're gone. You know what I mean? And that 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 goes to show what kind of person he was because, uh, you know, I think what took all of us by surprise we didn't know he was sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he held that from everybody, which, you know, I mean, some people, you know, because even when I saw the Five Bloods, I was like, man, you know, he's playing an army guy, but he's a little scrawny to be playing like, this is kind of hard to believe. But like, if you watch the movie itself, it's kind of like these old guys are going back in the past. So you have to watch it, but it's like they're playing them younger selves, but they're actually the oldest. Like, yeah. it's hard to. Yeah, does it make sense? Like they they were going back as a younger self, yeah, like but they were actually still their old. They, they they were still in their old bodies. You know what I mean? So, but Chadwick Boseman still looked as really scrawny and young. So I was like, man, you look kind of smaller than usual. I but when that happens, but like just to know that, and then the whole he did a uh, Jackie Robinson day that live that live uh, Instagram live, and then he hurried up and took it down because people were questioning, you know, why does he look so scrawny, and you know, and people were judging him like the internet does, like people yeah. are. Uh, and you know, you never knew what he was, but that goes to show you. But I say that to say this because, uh, I found out just even on Black Panther, they had the uh ceremony, and he said that we shouldn't have these people just standing here, like you know, chanting, we should have them actually moving around, like so. Them dancing and stuff, he put that he he wanted that to be incorporated within that movie, like when he when he became the uh the king or he's fighting. Yeah. Them dancing around and moving, that was his put. He put that in the movie because he because they were just, just sitting there chanting and not moving around. And yeah, so he was like, no, suggesting it in order to make it more authentic. You know, yeah. uh, we borrow from certain um, East African traditions. And, yeah. you know, uh, let's look into, you know, what movements, what choreography they were doing, and let's implement that into this scene to make it a bit more authentic. Yeah. And, I'm glad that he is, because I would say, well, you know, not in a disrespectful way. He was the token black actor, you know, and not not in the not in a bad way, not in a bad way. But uh, I'm glad to say that he is the token of uh, what black representation is for this movie, because uh, I think that we had a I think we had a a guy on our show, and that he said that he spoke to a Korean friend of his. And that Black Panther was the first time he saw that Black people were in charge. He was like an old, he's like in his 30s. I'm like, dang, in his 30s and you just now seeing uh, seeing imagery of a Black people in charge? Because they, some people really don't know that Black people 
used to be kings or are, you know, it's not used to be, are kings and queens, you know what I mean? And like, even just even talking to the people that do our graphics, shout out to uh, our friends in Pakistan, because the graphics animation you see, that's from Pakistan. They had to hurry up and educate me about, well, Pakistan is not all dirt and desert, you know what I mean? It's, and then he, he went on Facebook, on Zoom, and showed me the outside of his house. I'm like, are you in New York? No, that's Pakistan. I'm like, wow. And so that 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 goes to show my ignorance, but other people's ignorance about Africa that there are some people who were of dark skin, probably richer than Trump and probably richer than, you know, the most people you right. see in America, but you would never hear about it because there's this stigma in the world that if you're black or you're dark skin, you don't matter. Just to touch on what you're saying, Cal, um, you know, that goes back, if we if we go back in time, that goes to the quality of stuff that's black related. Like, you know, obviously Black Panther wasn't the first black superhero film, yeah. right? But I will say that Black Panther was probably the first one that was given like legitimate credence that this is a major release. Like, I'll say Blade got that to a certain extent, but only because, you know, it did numbers, you know, and it got its, its, its sequels. But obviously, if you look at Steel, Meteor Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like, those are exactly, right? Like, you just Blake Man. Like, Blake Man. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love all those movies we just mentioned, <laughs> right? Well, Steel, sorry. But... <laughs> Oh man, but um, but yeah, but like those movies, let's be honest, they wasn't considered blockbuster level. It wasn't considered an A movie, an A list movie. Whereas right out the gate, you know, they let you know this movie is like this. This is not just gonna be a B list Marvel movie. Like no, this movie is gonna be just as important as all the other movies that we've put out thus far. So I feel like that played a huge, that also played a huge part as into this shift, you know, that, that the culture got, is that it was treated with the respect it deserved right out the gate. And yeah, um, it, it was given a, a, a budget that was um, comparable to like all the other first release releases yep. under Marvel Studios like uh, a similar budget to like Cap- the first Captain America, the first Thor, and the first Iron Man. It, and it turned out to be the first uh, solo uh, Marvel film that grossed a billion. Because it took three movies for uh, Iron Man to go to a billion. It took three uh, installations of Captain America to make a, a film that grossed a billion dollars right. worldwide. And in fact, Black Panther wound up making more domestically than Endgame did. And, and that's huge because in Hollywood, you can talk to a lot of these. You, uh, Gary F. Johnson, uh, you can talk to uh, uh, Spike Lee. You can talk to all these prominent Black directors. And to be able to get money, to be able to get producers and investors to invest in a Black film, they're constantly told, well, we can't make this film because it, it won't make a lot of money. I'm sorry, but black films 
they don't do that well internationally. And when you have several different films that buff that mold, like in fact, um, uh, Sony, I think a lot of people remember Sony had a bunch of emails released. There was a hack and a bunch of emails from executives at Sony were released talking about um, we can't put a whole bunch of money behind some film held, held by uh, Denzel Washington because, oh, it won't make that much money overseas. And every time we have a film like um, Straight Outta Compton, uh, yeah. like Black Panther, that defies that stereotype. Black Panther was one of those movies that uh, we get banded about when you discuss it amongst mixed company as far as nerds, not just blurs, but all the nerds, particularly the white nerds. Oh, well, the reason why they can't make a Black Panther, it just, you know, it's, I'm not racist, but, you know, people are just not going to respond that well to, you know, it's going to be an African, you know how that goes. And lo and behold, we finally right. <laughs> get this. They, they put significant money into it. They put quality, um, quality actors. Yeah. And just the whole shebang into it. They invest in this film and it made bank. They and gave it, it a fair shot. Yeah, and then there was and then the nerds, those same nerds, you hear them go, Well, it's kind of suspicious that it made this much money. Why, why did it have to make this much because it's black? Yes, because for years people were underserved and they were starving yeah. for representation. And guess what? They showed up. And they, they that's kind of like when it comes to politics too, you know. Exactly. Uh, you know, because you know, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Did not yeah, show up. Then, uh, yeah. Didn't show. Didn't show up. And we all know what happened. Uh, it makes a difference, you know. So and that and representation is very big. And um, like I, I think the, to me, he he was a good character. I mean, I he was a good actor, you know, and um. Just he to me is this, and I think I saw this on uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon or somebody on ABC News said this, but even when he played Jack Black Panther, he just had that swag about him. Just he did it like effortlessly, you know. He just he didn't overact, you know. He was no, just no, of you course know, not. Because because me, like I said in the, earlier, I was like, you know, I wanted Michael Jai White. Now I, I I know how Michael Jai White acts and. He's not the best actor. He's not that great of an actor. He's great when it comes to uh, fight Martial choreography. Art. Yeah. And, and I, something else I wanted to add, part of the reason why we kept bringing up people like, anytime there's a black uh, superhero role, we keep throwing around the same five names. Idris Elba, Michael Jai White, uh, Wesley Snipes. He's not that old. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and that's part of the reason why after seeing how great he was in uh the Jackie Robinson film and uh Get On Up um I knew he could carry it. Yeah. yeah. But they gave him the opportunity. There needs to be hopefully uh there's more opportunity uh brought forth for more uh black actors in different roles, not just limited to, you know, super yeah. black superhero uh films. Yeah, cuz I mean, like even just doing my cuz I think one thing about super because Daz and some of y'all don't know, me and Daz are cousins, and I mean, I know Daz used to beat me up. I used to touch his comic books, but <laughs> but no, like, but Dazman had that. No, you didn't. No, but no, you was you you definitely made a threat because Dazman had like a, a red treasure chest, like legit treasure chest, 
uh, for the comic books. And it's it was like trunk. It's like me. trunk. I thought it was a treasure chest. I'm sorry, but but man, it was man. I just remember that iconic treasure chest, and like if you can think about any comic book, Dasmin had it. And so it, it to me is like you know at the time I didn't read a lot because reading is fundamental. Reading to do something, but anyway, I didn't read the comic books. I never understood why Dasmin loved it because I think the key word was escapism. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, so and I'm kind of mad at myself for not getting into comic books, Dasmin. Anyway, uh, but no, it, because you know, like just even comic like, was right there. Yeah, we couldn't touch it because you mean you have to. You know how comic book people are. You can't. You touch no, the comic any, book shop. Oh, like, com- oh, the store oh, bottom oh. myself. Well, if I couldn't, <laughs> if, if I couldn't take yours, I didn't want it. You know what I mean? You know, you know how kids were. If I can't take yours, I don't want it. You know. Wow, it doesn't have that same, that same <laughs> yeah. off to it. <laughs> yeah, but but no, um, but like I think with the the evolution of superhero movies, what makes me want to go, and this is, this is like any any movie or like even like with Selena and stuff like that, like any documentary about somebody else's like, you know, there's a there's a there's a backstory behind it, like with Selena, like go back and listen to her music and like hear her struggles about this or like same with comic books. To me, it's like with comic book movies, it's like, well, Black Panther, where does her story come from? Like, what is this? And like, who is T'Chaka? You know who? Oh, but. Wait a minute. And like so people are like, even right now, people don't even know who Tataka is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, and like they know from him from like, you know, uh what was the Civil War, right? Then that was the first appearance of Tataka. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the first Civil uh, War, yeah. So Civil War, you know yeah. Tataka, mm-hmm. but because oh, oh the movies. In, in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, MCU, yeah. Like, no, no, but the my first time hearing about Tataka was on BET and Tataka beat up Captain America. I'm like, dang, ain't no he like beat up Captain America, Captain America came over there and like got jumped. And like I was like, dang man. And like to me, I was like, I was really in love with T'Chaka. I'm like, man. And so to hear who T'Challa, like, who is T'Challa? Like, and so it's like, oh man. So it makes me go back and thank God for Google. And you don't have to really get a comic book, but you can see all these stories and read all these stories. And like I think one of the things that I think Marvel should do when it comes to black actors and black uh, superhero, not just with black superhero, but other characters outside of the normal that people know, which was like to me, I was telling Dasmin about I didn't know who Blue Marvel was, and I was like, let me go back and see who Blue Marvel is, and then I'm like, wait a minute, like who the hell is it? This is a black superhero looking like Frank Mitchell with a with a you know what I mean? I'm ah. like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he should be played by the Allstate man. Oh yeah, hey, wow. I'm cool with that, but no. But like he's an older black guy and he's a superhero, but you have probably never heard of him. Yeah, you know, Adam Bashir. He he grew up during like a time of segregation. As a matter of fact, he was supposed to be a hero who, during segregation who had to cover his face up. He he worked for the government, and it was like you have to cover your face up because uh, uh, race relations. You got to do it for your country, <laughs> and uh, it, it's an interesting story. But I, I feel like black people didn't really read comics so they didn't really see themselves in it. So they felt right. like it's like a response right. to rejection instead of uh, it's like a defense mechanism. If you don't want me here, I don't want to be where you are anyway. Representation, imagery. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's why all this meant a lot. I mean, I don't want to ever lose sight of the fact that Chadwick Boseman was a real person who, you know, his his life is so much more than just you know this one role. Oh, yeah. He leaves behind a wife, his his parents, and all that, and, and all of his contributions to the arts and to the humanities. Like he had cancer while while visiting 
uh, children who are terminally ill. Mm-hmm. And uh, the grit, the grit to do that. Yeah. Because it's like every kid that you see is a reminder of basically where you're going to be, you know, either years or months later. Like, mm-hmm. think about that, right? Like, think Even about that. Like, you know, this is, yeah, man. Like, despite, you know, going through your own troubles, like, bruh, like, I mean, that is the definition of courage. Straight up, we know that all lives matter, but historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message, end inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as $19.99. I, and to me, that is definitely courage. And like some of the things he said were inspirational. That's why I wasn't really hard on him at all. Cause my man, you're like, cause me, I, I hate on actors a lot. Cause me, my biggest pet peeve is the, uh, I do not, I hate not, not hate people, but like I hate the idea that more black American actors can't get roles. You know what I mean? That is my yeah. biggest pet peeve. And for the longest time, I was mad at Chad with forgetting all these roles. I'm like. I mean, and like people say, well, it's maybe he, he's just that good of actor. Yeah, he's that good of actor, but I mean, there are so many other actors who can like, you know, get that opportunity yeah, outside of your anger should be at Hollywood, not at Chadwick. Don't be mad at the worker. Get yeah, mad at the, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at the worker. No, no, I'm not mad. I'm not at the mad at the worker. But it's kind of like it's a we can hire more people. We yeah. can't give more people uh roles. We can't give black people more diverse roles. That's what the system is doing, and I feel like the success. Of Chadwick Boseman and of Black Panther, kind of. I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. like, yeah, the anger shit is. is it's, not, it's, not, it's not. It's not at Chadwick. It was like, man, like, man, like, because I because I really thought Thurgood Marshall was light skinned So I was like, how is no, Chadwick? he was, he, he was like. So, I was like, yeah, and so was, so was uh, close to Thurgood. And so was uh, Dizzy Washington playing um, Detroit Red is what they called him. Dizzy Washington <laughs> can be described as red. Yeah, we, I know. we got red bone people in our family. We know yeah. what red looks like. Yeah, right? yeah. So That's I was like, true. wow. But not, you know, not, and kind of like same with Kevin Hart. People get mad at Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart getting all these roles. I'm like, well, you know. But you know, and people people forget even when Chadwick Boseman. Like people forget like these people grinded. Like Kevin Hart. Absolutely. Was, like Especially Kevin Hart was doing. Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, yeah he did man. direct direct to tape movies all the time. I knew about Kevin Hart from Paper that Soldiers. Pa- yeah, paid in full. Paid in full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, I didn't know about it. Then 40-year-old virgin, and I'm like, oh, that's Kevin Hart. And all of a sudden, like, boom. Right. Blew up. And, that, and that was literally like a side roll. Oh, yeah. Like, what, <laughs> five like, minutes, two minutes, that was it? Yeah, man. he was in one scene on 40-year-old virgin, and damn, here you go. Same one with Chadwick. Scene. And Chadwick went scene. to a summer camp, paid, by, paid, paid, by, paid for by Denzel Washington, and all of a sudden, like, for it to come yeah. full circle. You know, and to me, that to me, if y'all can't remember thinking about Chadwick Boseman, is one, two things. One, always remain humble. Like, because I think whatever you, if I can disagree with 
Hollywood would give him all the roads. I can't take away that he was a humble person, like CJ said. You know, definitely humble. Knew he was dying and still gave. And like to me, to hide it from your coworkers, you know, especially filming Black Panther, like that that shows a weird, a lot of grit because I'm like, man, how, I mean, how hard was it for you to actually do the stunts that you probably were doing? You know what I mean? And like to muster up that strength, have surgery to come back to do it again, like you know. Uh, and granted, I've actually been on a Hollywood set before. Like you, them, like you can do one scene for like nine hours. You know what I mean? Oh, and absolutely. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, all those takes. And it's like all those takes. It's just like, all right, do it from this angle. All right, do it from this angle. And like I'm like, man, because I was on the Straw Dogs, Olympus is Fallen, and uh, a Lifetime movie. I'm like, damn, man, this is for one scene. Like, yeah. And, and you watch it on you watch it on a movie. It's like thirty seconds. I'm like, wow, yeah. this is you know. But I mean, so I can only imagine the toll it was taking on his body. And I'm not saying make. And this guy I could be just wrong for this, or maybe it's just time to go, but maybe him working himself so much, that could have been a downfall. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not, you know, I could be wrong, but, you know, he still wanted to give. And so, to me, he you made You know, it's, it's, it's two you ways you know. can look at that. Yeah, none of us will never know, but it's two ways you can look at that. It's the way that you just mentioned, Calvin, or you could look at it from the perspective of he knew that, his time was limited, so he wanted to maximize his minutes. You know, and all our time use, is limited. So he, exactly, exactly, yeah. right. But but in his case, like you know, you get that feeling like your body is shutting down, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, instead of just you know, you know, letting this happen, right? Let me see what I can get done within this time period. Like like once he got that. You know, the diagnosis, uh, in the diagnosis from the doctor. Exactly. We've seen it in all the movies, right? It was, and, and after that, it was Marshall, The Five Bloods, My Rainey's Black Bottom. That's Those are the uh, movies. Uh, I think he, no, I think he was already done with that by the time he was uh, diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. So, okay, okay, gotcha. Well, like I say, living life to the fullest. I mean, we all can learn from him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Learn, learn a lot from him. And another thing that you can learn from him is that if you are, and it's not even acting, you know, uh, keep working hard. And I, I got to tell this to myself, I don't want to be hypocritical, but when you keep working hard, because the work you're putting in right now, it will pay off. And it's hard to see it. Trust me, I ain't, like I said, I ain't trying to be hypocritical. Because actually, before we got on air, I was talking to CJ and Dasma about it. Like, I'm just, I'm not seeing the bigger picture, but I believe if you do work hard, because I mean, Dasmi, you know where I come from. So, I mean, if you put the work in, you know, it will pay off. I don't got much, but what I, I know where I've been at, and I don't want to go back and another hard work. If I keep doing it, you know, you can, you know, you can make a difference. And so we hope we can make a difference uh, just for y'all listening to us today, but we hope that people like Chadwick Bozeman, who, you know, made an impact through entertainment, has impacted you, and you can just share his work and show. Uh, his work ethic and take what he went through this year uh, as a life lesson. So I put, a post, I put a post up today and Chadwick is the epitome of this post. So it, it said, uh, fight for your dreams as if it was the last TV in a Black Friday sale. <laughs> so give it your absolute all like don't right. hold back. It doesn't matter who is telling you you can't do it or you shouldn't yep. do it, right? Mm-hmm. Trust your gut. Trust your heart, right? And go for it, man. Understand that Chadwick, 
he died at the age of what 43 yeah right so yep. almost mid 40s so that would mean he was in his mid 30s when he was filming panther uh infinity war in game look like it exactly and didn't look like it right and you know there's always that stereotype that well you know if you don't get like, it popping in your 20s then you know that's it like no like oh, let, let's let's get done with that fallacy completely like it doesn't matter what the age is never too late yeah. never too late sam yeah. jackson i believe his career didn't pop yeah. off until his he 40s. got in his later years exactly yeah, right yeah. when he yeah had, man when he tried to hold up that uh that mcdowell's in uh uh, <laughs> went to America. <laughs> his career just took off. I wonder. I wonder. Right? <laughs> nah, he actually was in a movie From before. A crackhead that. trying to rob a McDonald's to. It's like, like, oh man. Can we can, can we just stop? Can we stop for a second? This man has to have the Guinness World Record for most being most most features. Like he has to. At at this point, at, he like, has to have the Morgan record. Freeman are running a race. Oh but I think yeah. Sam got him. Nah, I think it's Sam yeah. got him. Cause I'm like, you yeah. think about all the movies this man has been in, like. You could you probably can name about thirty that he's been in. And it's like wow, man, he was. He, man, he's up there, he man. Hard, Sam, man. Sam be getting it in. I know I keep going off with tangent, but CJ, Dude, I didn't Sam. know about I didn't know about him, and uh, I never watched Jungle Fever. But man, I can't believe you showed me Jungle Fever. No, no, Dad, Dad, he didn't know about Gator. He didn't know about Gator, man. Yeah, I might have my black card because I don't think I've seen Jungle Fever. Man, oh, oh, I heard all the jokes about it. Oh, I don't remember man. all the jungle oh. people jokes. But I ain't seen Philly dog. Man. Get ready. Check, check tell me about Gator though. Check, go on, tell me about Gator. Do it, CJ. Well, do look, it. Do look, it, CJ. After after we done with this, I will definitely send you the gift. In it, matter of fact, I'll send you the link. I'll, you got to see the actual clip, but it's hilarious. But you, uh, man, you would look at you, like, look at you would look at Sam Jackson and Holly Berry. So different. Bruh, oh, so all right, so in Jungle Fever, Samuel Jackson and Holly Berry play crackheads. <laughs> they play they play crackheads. Now, granted, Holly Berry is gonna go down in history as the finest crackhead. <laughs> right? But, she, has um, she has multiple roles as a crackhead, by the way. But man, um bruh, Sam Jackson's performance as Gator. So the scene I'm going to show you, like, so towards the end of the movie, all right, so Gator, he was trying to get some money from his mom. Like, throughout the movie, he'd always try to peddle some money from his mom, okay? And, you know, she'd give in to it, right? Well, <laughs> this time, you know, this was when she had enough. She said, enough is enough. I ain't going to do it, right? And then, uh, and then Gator... <laughs> so he has this move he does. He calls a gator dance. He always Ooh. dances throughout the movie, right? <laughs> and right before the dad was about to kick him out, you know, he had turned to his mom. He was like, look, mama, I made this step. No, no, it was his dad. He was like, look, dad, I made this step just for you. <laughs> and I, obviously, I can't describe the dance, but, bro, like, his conviction yeah. to that dance it's legendary, man. Just give me it, the it, money, it, mama. Give me it, the money. It, you'd be like, man, Sam Jackson has a range. <laughs> I range. Was like, 
I was like, man, this cannot be Sam Jackson. Range, man. Because he played that. Man, he 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 dominated the 90s, but still, man. And see, dude. it's funny you mention that because this is one of the first roles that me and Rob seen Sam Jackson in. Wow. You know, like, if you, if you followed his career, like, from beginning, you know, mm-hmm. to where it is now, this is one of the first roles you see him in. So, you know, it's kind of a different dynamic for me, like, I know he can do this. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him in a lot of stuff, man. It's just man. Like, and my favorite movie is a black movie. People hate that. I hate it. It's my favorite movie. But it's uh, Menace of Society. That is my favorite movie. He plays the dad in that movie. And it's just That's like, your favorite movie? All-time favorite movie, man. I know I've seen Menace Society with y'all, but I can't remember it. Like, I got to see it again. It is, it, Desmond, it is like legit, like the way we grew up. Well, I grew up in Bel Air. It's exactly how that... It, to me, it just it, it reminds me of Greg. It reminds me. Of, it, it just reminds yep. me. Of, it just it's like man, this is so relatable. Yeah, TJ, that's like my favorite movie ever. Yeah, Minister Society and Boys Ooh. in the Hood, like those two. That Juice, you can put Calvin. that in there as well. Yo, what if we did a bracket of all the hood movies? Bruh, bruh, don't make my head hurt again. Don't make hey, my head hurt again. Desmond, hey, if you want to be, uh, I'm down hey, for it. I'm down, down for, for it too. I'll do it. Hey, hey, there you go. Hey, we might work on the next hood movie. Hey, next hood movies. People say, well, hey, I think we can do it. I think we can pull it out. It might be a smaller well, bracket. Get blood in, blood out. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll definitely be a smaller bracket, but uh, yeah, we, we, we can make it. Like, that's definitely an ongoing debate. Yeah, and, and honestly, you know what? I, I say I might, this time might, might be a popular opinion, but I watched Belly, and I was not a fan of it. Honestly. Not a fan oh, of yeah. That's, you way really? out on a limb with that one. That's no, a classic. They should have been I, nominated I, for Oscar. I best agree picture, with him, best director. Come I on, Calvin. Everybody who's seen everybody really knows it sucks. Everybody knows Belly sucks. Come on, dog. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind. The only what? people who think what? that Belly is a good deep movie are these hotels. And I'm not gonna go in on it. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Okay, well, yeah, so guys hey. wind up going to Africa and they don't even show one scene of Africa. They just show a span. They just show a, a a panning shot of of downtown New York. Yeah, oh, I, I was not cool. I mean, Africa is beautiful. And I was <laughs> like, they didn't have a budget. Man. They didn't have a budget. I was like, this is what because people hype it up. I was like, no, this is not. But to me, Lorenz Tate when and boy, oh, Men's Society. Man. Like, oh man. man. Let's just oh, say we're man. gonna do a tournament, but it's gonna be bleep 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 because it's gonna be some stuff in there. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah. Just so. being able to quote the lines from it. Yeah, yeah. Having people that killed your cousin in front of you and you ain't gonna do nothing. You acting like a little trick right now. Oh my, Mike. Oh my, that's like my favorite scene in the movie. Do the BET edit. It actually, fun fact, oh, not, you motherfucker. <laughs> That ain't even smoky. What the funk you want? It's <laughs> <laughs> ain't even enough. Make it enough. I'm just glad. I'm, I'm glad. One, actually, fun fun fact. You know, Minister Society is the most gory movie in America. Like, uh, it was like, like at the time, it was the most gory movie. Uh, most scenes with blood in it. And it, I mean, it I'm about to say it's been a couple of Quentin Tarantino movies since then, so I'm sure it ain't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I was like, wow, it's like a fun fact. Yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm so glad that Chadwick Boseman didn't do a uh, 
like a hood movie or uh you know because because mm. actually honestly not, he's got quite a few movies him, out there it, it would it wouldn't fit him it, yeah like, well, well he like, said he, he has he has range but mm-hmm. honestly i think that's the one role i couldn't believe him in he said he he actually said that he wouldn't take roles like that because he well, he wanted he didn't want to take roles that like being have, a crackhead or a slave or something like that yeah i i, I understand that but yeah, he, he might have done a hood movie where it's I I don't know respectable. Yeah. I don't know what his respectability politics were. What well, well he they said that on General Hospital right. he didn't he uh got fired from that road because all my, all my children all my children all, yeah all my, all my children. No, I thought it was I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. You know, now, the, question, you know the question that Daz got wrong. Um, you know to to lose count. Hey, it's over with. It's over with. What? So, what question I got wrong? Nothing. It was right. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, oh, man. uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> I think I think it, no, because it, he was a general hospital though. I, I'm looking at all my children. I don't. He was in law and order. Children, man. All my children was the was the world where he had the knife up against the woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was right. It, it was in a hospital. It was in, it a, was hospital. in a hospital, and Dasma got it wrong. I was right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my no, bad. it wasn't was general yeah. hospital. It was in a hospital. In a hospital, yeah, but it's all my children. Yeah, so but... the daytime soap opera was all my children in two thousand three. Yeah, because yeah, all it my was children. Wikipedia is wrong. That's what I'm looking at. No, you're right. Yeah, Dad's got it wrong at first. My bad. Yeah, but no. yeah, but I did see. Uh, I, I did see um that interview where he mentioned like he didn't want like he basically was asking the writers uh what was the motivation behind that role, mm. you know, and it was the typical your mom's a crackhead. Uh, you know, your daddy ain't in the picture, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was like, I don't want to be the stereotype, and mm-hmm. I commend him for that. Oh, yeah, it says it right here. Um, that same year, 2003, Bolton portrayed Reggie Montgomery in the daytime soap opera on My Children, but stated that he was fired after voicing concerns to producers about racist stereotypes in the script. The role was subsequently recast with Bozeman's future Black Panther co-star Michael B. Jordan. That is so true, because Reggie was That's played by Michael crazy. B. That's crazy. Michael B. Jordan was Reggie. You're right about that. I forgot about that. That is crazy, dude. Man. Straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest, and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. So definitely uh, rest in peace and chat with Bozeman and I don't want to keep, uh, keep y'all too long, but you know, I hate that he passed away. Um, you know, definitely a talent lost too soon. The 2020 has been a uh, crazy year. Uh, so I just pray that uh, people, people it, it won't hurt as bad this year. You know what I mean? People, life is short. So, I mean, we never know when your time's up. Um, so here comes the hard part of this episode. 
Um, so do we replace him or no? I don't think well, I don't I, think you should replace him. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I agree with Daz. Like uh, I, I mentioned, you know, uh, you know, in the tournament episode that his name is now synonymous with that character. Right. Like for better or worse, like however you feel about it, he will forever be Black Panther, just like Christopher Reeve will forever be Superman. It doesn't matter how, as you sing, it doesn't matter how many people you recast that character with. Mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve is the one you connect Superman with. You yep. know? So and as long yeah, as and, as long as uh the 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe is in this phase, like they just ended the uh, the X Men. The X Men has been uh, they're not at Fox anymore. Uh, the the Disney has uh, reacquired has acquired um, the rights to a bunch of different franchises, but that also includes Fantastic Four and X Men. Which yeah. means what I'm trying to say is, if something like that happens with the the current continuity uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah, I see recasting him. But mm-hmm. as far as like, like I'm even watching Black Panther on mute right now. Like I said, as far as the importance of representation, and you have an entire nation and all that entire cast uh, of black women having agency. They weren't damsels in distress. There's a lot of stuff that like white people won't notice. As far as like we as black people, when we watch movies, we, mm-hmm. we, we watch intently. What is this character? What are they gonna do with this character? And we get upset when they they kill them off quickly. When they just use that character to just advance the plot. Black women were very uh, well served in Black Panther, and I think they should continue well to served. do that. Well served. What, what I will go as far as to say as the next Black Panther. I'll go as far as to say that they were more important than Black Panther in a good way mm-hmm. because they, yeah, like you know, like not just you know in you know. Uh, American society, but in Black society, right? It's like absolutely, you know, so woman doesn't get their just due, and they stole the show in that yeah. movie. Every last one, and, and that's why I believe they should. The Black Panther title is a mantle that can be passed, and I think Sherry should uh, take up that mantle. Yeah, yeah. See, they're they're in a unique position, right? Like. Luckily, Black Panther is one of those characters to where it's literally a title. Like, one person had it, and you pass it to the next person. So, in respect to T'Challa, right, that's the character you'll never replace, right? Like, that will forever be Chadwick in this case. If they want to create either a totally new character, or I don't know if there's uh, a Black Panther pass, T'Challa, but you know, then you could possibly look at recasting. Right. But as far as T'Challa himself, no, like that that's that's done. That's a wrap. Now, let me yeah, ask you I, this now. Let me ask you this though. So could they do what Fox did with X-Men and take it back and they do a Black Panther but using the T'Chaka? No, like I'm saying, like if this continuity, if they just start all the way over with a whole new Marvel Cinematic Universe continuity and recast everybody else, yeah, then then cast T'Challa. But as far as like in, in this continuity, 
I say move forward, do some sort of story where he gets killed, I, I, I guess. And um, maybe look at how they get Carrie Fisher in the uh, last two Star Wars movies. They have they they have great technology to be able to um, you know do CGI Chadwick Boseman for mm-hmm. a little bit and put him in the astral plane. As far as like you know, yeah, there could be some uh, already recorded lines. Because like that, like uh, one of the, the statements that was released by Ryan Coogler, they have he hasn't even really started on the script, let alone uh, have they done any principal yeah. footage or anything. Uh, so they are in a good stage where they can stop for a couple of months, mm-hmm. they can heal from this loss, and then move on. And I still say, you know, please don't in this iteration, in this continuity, don't recast this T'Challa. Just m- have somebody else take up the mantle. And hopefully, I agree with Daz three thousand percent that they need, okay, not not should they need to have Panther T'Challa's death represented some way in this movie, right. like Tasteful. you know it worked. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, like you know, don't yeah, you know, don't do it as you know a cash in, a cash out or something. But you know. But, you know, Ryan Coogler, though, I, I don't think that, you know, he would even think about, yeah. you know, doing something like that. But, but, I mean, um, but to do me, it res- you can go ahead. No, I was going to say this. I think having Shiri is the, as a Black Panther, like the comics does have a yeah, female have Black it. Panther. But I think this would be monumental for two things. Uh, the first Black Panther, we had a, a positive male lead who was a leader, right. you know. Now you have Black Panther 2 with a Black woman in power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just imagine what Black, what Chadwick Boseman did for young Black men as, you know, as a charge. Could you imagine what Sherry would do if her as a Black parent and see her leading charge and kick her butt? And, you know, you know how many that, young, I, you know, motivational Black <laughs> little girls that'll take, you know, Man, that idea works on so many levels, okay? So one, right, this is T'Challa's sister, right? So obviously, you know, she'll feel compelled to take the mantle since her brother's gone, right? Um, The actress that plays Shiri, right? You know, she was one of the standouts of the movie, right? So, So there would be no objection to have her become the new lead. Because that could be an interesting story arc, a character arc. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So it works on so many levels. The other level, this is a, a, the Marvel movies are basically Disney movies, and Disney loves their Disney princesses. You have a Disney African Come on, Daz! Talk about it, Daz! And as an example of, like, she's in STEM. She's a, she's a, she's not just a comedic character, but she's also supposed to have an intellect that rivals uh that of like Tony Stark and right. or uh Hank Hank Pym and Scott what's the, uh, uh Bruce Banner. So having that kind of example for young black women. Th- there's this quote that I remember um it's it's you can't be it if you can't see it. And just going in what I keep reiterating all these negative stereotypes and negative images. I believe that you know when you have imagery out there it it, it does something psychologically. It does something um, to influence the people who see themselves on screen. So taking this opportunity to uh, influence young black women, they're already like a demographic that 
given their percentage of the population, they are like the most educated or right or it's growing that they're becoming pretty much the most educated uh demographic in uh, in america uh, I, I i i i would like to see you know that imagery out there i mean quite honestly i really don't think they have a choice in the matter because let's be honest right black panther is such especially now right it's such a lucrative uh licensed franchise for marvel now right that you know another movie's coming right there's no way exactly. they you love just money. scrap yeah exactly there's no way you can scrap the franchise right so you know more movies are coming so now you got to make the decision of you know recasting the role or you know going a different direction and once again all the roads are pointing towards sherry you know, like if you want to talk about the 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 route with least resistance, then Sherry is the easy answer here. You know, like I, I'm sorry, but if they try, I, to I legitimately recast, yeah, go ahead. If they try to recast it as another guy, then it I, I feel sorry for that guy because there's going to be backlash. Yeah, I don't think it would leave a good taste. I think it might be distasteful to do it. I think it wouldn't be. I don't think it would leave a good taste in the audience's mouth. Because I think yeah. you would feel like we're just moving on. Um, yeah. So I, and we're not just moving on, but we're replacing this person. And, and look at how people yep. treated uh, the idea, how long it took people to get used to the idea of somebody else playing the Joker after Heath Ledger died. There were people yeah. talking about retire the Joker that character. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of, to me. It's kind of like like they having that new Selena uh uh TV, TV series coming out, and the lady that play Yolanda, she she's gonna be hated before she even yeah. uh before yeah. she even has a, a first well, episode. Yeah, yeah. It's not. That, I mean, it's that, not that movie. Accurate. Yeah, it, it's, it's just that. because Selena the movie is so iconic that it's gonna be very hard to try to fill those shoes. Like that's how you know, the general public is going to look at it. Like you're trying to fill those shoes. It's not necessarily doing that. It's just taking a different perspective. But once again, that's not what's on the minds of the general population. Well, yeah, we, Selena was a huge uh, thing culturally for Latinx people. Yeah. I think they've had some years though, but they still, like, if you show uh, some people that, that image of their woman who wound up killing Selena, oh, yeah, they people want to fight you. <laughs> Already, <laughs> like, yeah. Cause yeah. she better, she better make sure she get like a blonde wig or something like that. Cause people, we know how people are. People get, people are fanatics. Well, they should bring that show back on MTV. Fanatic. My bad. Anyway, um, so um, thank you, gentlemen, so much for uh, lending your voices uh, coming on our show today. Uh, and always, you know, you're welcome back anytime. Uh, like I said, we we had to show our proper respects. We did uh, venture off the other topics, but you know. This is all about Chadwick Bozeman, man. Now, just for us to even be sitting here talking about you and your work and what, how people can carry on your legacy and your artwork, you know, because I mean, you know, I would love to see other black actors, you know, black American actors uh, get opportunity to shine, you know, Hollywood. And so, cause I mean, we don't know how many more uh, Chadwick Bozemans are out there right now, you know, who are as, you know, who, who are as humble and, you know, thought provoking and, you know, I think the next person to me in America that's closest to Chadwick Boseman that's really killing the game right now is like Keith, uh, like Keith, Stanfield. Yeah, 
And he, uh, to me, I think him and Chadwick, that, that age group, and uh, those two brothers, man, they they have range, man. Uh, Lakeith, man, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if y'all seen any of his other work, but this guy. Lakeith don't miss, man. He he was incredible in Knives Out. Um, it's that whole uh, you know, Atlanta uh, um, cast, really, because you got Brian yeah. Tyree Henry. He's great, too. And uh, Dude, Oh, yes. And all of them have range. Like, yeah. if you look at their other roles, it's never the exact same role. It's almost completely the opposite. And, and they to me, kill it. And like I said, sorry, we can venture on a lot about But just, just to talk about the genius of uh, Donald Glover. And yep. 2019, y'all see what happened with what he did in 2019? They, got, they had Atlanta, and he made sure when Atlanta was ending, all of them had work after Atlanta. Like, I think at the time Atlanta, the season ended, it was Han yeah. Solo, and then there was Deadpool 2, and then there was uh, Lakeith did a movie with B- Batista, I think. Yeah, Zazie Beats and uh, as a Domino and Domino Deadpool, and 2. Deadpool 2, and then I think uh, Lakeith he had a movie with Danny Glover, but they all had work right yeah. after the season. Sorry to bother you. I had to buy that one. Sorry yeah. to bother, bother you. It was great. Yeah. And so, but it's just like, man, like, they, they had work coming in, like, so, I mean, kudos. And to me, that goes to Childish Gambino, who is like, hey, I'm a star, but I'm gonna share it with other people. I'm gonna make sure that other people get their shine too. So I mean, like, you know, there are a lot of Black American actors, but man, you know, just, you know, it's a small group uh, out there. They're not as recognized. I know people they get mad right now because they're about to cast the uh, Black version of uh, Golden Girls, and people are like, yeah, no, yeah, I heard about that. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But I'm like, do you know who? Why black and everything up? Why everything got to be black? Nobody yeah, right. asked why there's so many white people on TV. Honestly, when I see the outsiders, I really think they can do a black version of outsiders. And, and set it in Cedar Grove. But it but, I'm, <laughs> I, but, but hear me out though. I really think they can oh, really get away a a white a black version of outsiders and put it with police brutality because you know Oh because outsiders yeah, yeah. did have they did have police brutality in that movie. But it would yeah. make I mean, it would make much more sense, you know, in this type of environment now. Because me, when I saw the Outsiders, I didn't see white people. I saw black people. Yeah, <laughs> the concept. The concept, like yeah. The warriors. <laughs> Man, uh, like, I, I, li- I like I like, where we are right here because, you know, once again, you know, the big catalyst that Black Panther brought was uh, imagery, you know? Like, we see ourselves on this screen now, right? And I feel like, all right, now there's no more excuses, right? We've proven that we actually go to the movies, right? <laughs> if you put we us are huge in a box movie, office draw. we will go see it. We are a draw, right? So I Other people will now, go see it. Yeah, yeah. So I feel that now that since there's no more excuses, we need to be more open about the idea of taking characters and flipping their races like i was perfectly fine when they flipped um electro up in amazing spider-man 2 right like why not you know that like as long as you can maintain the essence of what made the original great then by all means do it and i feel like that's uh i feel like that is what we're looking at potentially with this golden girls reboot Re- reboot, you know, like and, and also creating more original black things too. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 
A absolutely. Yeah. You know like, like there's room for all of it. There's room for yeah. all of it at this point. And part of the reason why we don't have so much of it because we don't see it. It's harder to imagine. So it's harder to create new black things when you don't see so much out there and see a diversity of blackness out there. Right. And I'm, 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 it what made me mad was a lot of uh, nerd people were mad because they wanted uh, uh, Gustav. Uh, they got to play uh, Gus off of uh, Breaking Bad. They got uh, they played on uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, but man, I can't say. Um, hold up. But he, yeah, I don't know black, his name, but I know you're but he's like about. he's like black Hispanic, whatever he is. But but like you you get mad if he plays Professor X. Do you not know who Professor X is made out there? Like who Stan Lee imagine him to be? That's, that's like, not true. That's not true. But um, that's not uh, true. No, uh, Gene and oh uh, Esposito. I know that's his last name is Esposito. It, if I can nerd off for a little for a second. Yeah, you're talking about a guy was that was in a uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Yes, yes. I can't pronounce his first name, but uh, uh Juan Carlo Esposito. I think that's how you say it. I'm I'm butchering this dude's name. But as far as like the Stan Lee thing, actually, yeah. um. Stanley will sit there and admit that he just made mutants because he got tired of creating origin stories for people's powers, and he just said people were born with them. Um, <laughs> X Men, he created X Men. X Men flopped; it had to be canceled. Then they brought it back, and then in the seventies, Chris, uh, Chris Claremont started writing the X Men, and he's the one who started doing the whole um, making parallels between mutants. And racial minorities, social outcasts, um, and start giving Magneto that whole um, terrorist. Of, uh, you know, yeah, Malcolm X, but to the point where he becomes like a terrorist, uh, fighting yeah. for the advancement and safety of his his people in, in extremist ways. Yeah, and making Xavier more in the lines of like a, 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 a okay. uh, Martin Luther King. Well, Oh, damn, that just kind of... I did not me. know that, man. My <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got corrected one time, and I somebody sent a link, and I looked at the article. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I knew I'm this. blown. Okay, yeah, hey. yeah. Yeah, I, I was sitting here thinking that, well, like I said, hey, this the philosophy of it, you know, uh, to me, I think it still says, says well. And I think, hey, why not have a black professor? Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Or because it, a, black, a black cyclist. The whole idea of having um, uh, Esposito play Magneto Magneto survived a racial cleansing, and uh, and unfortunately, for human beings, for humanity, we don't have a shortage of events where people were trying to ethnically cleanse people. And you could have an event where you have somebody who looks like him. People like like look at uh the the genocide in Rwanda. He could have you could have you could um change the story of him being being a survivor of the Holocaust as a Polish Jew to being um, from uh, Rwanda, Africa. Or f some of the genocide I mean, pogroms in uh, like South America. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see it. I mean, I want to see more of it. I want to see more people like uh, Chadwick Boseman, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. Um, like, this is just the beginning. The, you know, like now. This is the beginning, and forward. and like I said, and like I said this is about Chadwick Boseman, but man, he's not the only one. You know, go out. I mean, I challenge all of y'all just just to see the, you know, the gift. Uh, just go back. Just go back and do your history and see all the uh, like, you know. I hate to say, it, yeah, some of y'all hate it, but friends, that was a copycat. Uh, so you don't want to hear it. But copycat, copycat of a living single. 
Devin Single. Was like, and this is successful. So, white. And people got mad about people spray painting on Graceland. Well, I'm pretty sure Jackie Robinson would be happy about that. Not Jackie Robinson, Jackie Wilson would be happy about that. Do you, if you know, do you not know the reference about that? Because Elvis is Jackie Wilson, you know. So, but um, it, it, we have to show. We, there's more than us. To me, when I, I I'm a faithful Martin watcher. I watch Martin every single day. And I watch Martin. I forget sometimes he's playing Shenanay. I'm like, oh, that's Martin because he's that good. He was that good, you know, to play other characters and stuff like that. So I'm like, this is right. Martin. Like, people of color have range. It's not just black people, Hispanic people. Uh, look at, you know, Danny Trejo, who's been, who started off as like, you know, a drunk, you know, in real life and then then become like a movie star in like his 50s, you know? And so, you know, never give up, but people of color, man, we're out here. And I think that uh, our stories need to be told, you know, yeah, the the hard stuff too, but there are people who are success stories, not just the corporate kiss-ups. You know, there are more people who are black business owners and uh, black entertainment. Like, actually, one of my, like, I'm trying to get this with this guy right now, but there was a guy in Atlanta, and Atlanta is home of, like, black, uh, like, entrepreneurship. But there's a guy in Atlanta that I've never seen somebody have their own media company broadcast uh you know contracted out by the ufc and like the ufc the production team that you see yeah. that's by a black ownership right. and i'm like wow i didn't know that and like and to me when i saw that it's like wow he's leading this whole thing and i'm that like it, it just blew my mind dope. and i'm like because you don't hear about you know black media market teams especially my my career field so i'm just like it's possible you know what i mean and you know I think the more the more you see us, like no disrespect to any of the British black actors, uh, you know, I give them credit. Like Idris Elba, he is great. Uh, the guy from Star Trek, not Star Trek, but Star Wars. Even he's speaking up about black, you know, the racism he received on Star Wars. I'm like, oh yeah, boy, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know you. Dang, I think that you would get, you know, you're a star, you're a star player in a Star Wars series, and you're getting racism. Like, yeah, that think that would be a thing. So what? It doesn't shock me though because majority of the people who are the thing is like with Chadwick Boseman and you know all the other actors and all the other people who were involved with set design and costume design and all that they yeah. had a lot of black people working in the background. You had a black director. This is encouraging people to be to get to be, be creatives, write, draw, act, dance, get out there and uh, you know express yourself. Um, and that's what that for me. That's what I learned, and that's I, I feel like that's the legacy to, to take from um, um, Chad Bozeman's passing, because um, the day that we stop hearing this is the first black person doing this, this is the first black person doing that. When we stop, when we start running out of first, and we we can see ourselves in, in so many different avenues. I think that's a a dream worth fighting for. Right when it becomes the norm, yeah, yeah, and because I'm pretty sure, if, like honestly, I know how people are. If, like we get like another um, like black president, well, Obama did it first, so what now? I'm like, well, okay, not the cool. point, right? It's like, point. but that's, that's gonna yeah, happen. And it's like, it's like know, you already had one, you don't need another. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. like that's just like the whole the whole Obama argument is ridiculous because. Like, you think that just because we got one black president that that automatically fulfills 
uh, Dr. King's dream? Like, no, like it, it's it's a start. This is the starting point. Like even right? with, Ka- with Kamala Harris, I'm like, well, she's technically not black. She's Indian. I'm like, now, and who's saying that? Who's sleeping? Oh, who's, who's black and who ain't black? Who doing um, it? Man, you know, man, you know, I'm like a an avid uh, news station uh, Facebook troller. So I mean, just and it it, it, it it's to me, it's just like you know, she it doesn't matter. She's black, white. She represents. She's representing some people. And she's she's black. She's, she's you got people who don't need to be trying to police who black and who who is black. I'm trying to say you ain't black. You ain't black. You can't tell me who's black. Who, and who and black. for the people who don't like like black, there's so many people getting in trouble for trying to be black. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh. that white woman who was pretending she was black. She ain't the only one. Remember the other lady that was uh, uh Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. So I'm just like, I think I identify as black. Man. Y'all think black is cool now, but we've been cool. And, you know, we've been cool. I mean, so much so. I mean, and I hate to say this like this, but this, we, and I don't want any of anybody thinking that I'm just like, you know, anti white or something. I'm not. But being pro black doesn't mean you hate white people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dasmin said exactly. Love yourself too much. Love yourself. Yeah, it's like yeah. pro black does not make you anti white at all because my thing they said is so much about America that people think that. Yeah, and it's like that's not the thing at all because if oh well, well you're a Democrat because you're black like no that doesn't mean I'm just like that's don't no. don't put everybody in the bubble because you can't at all because me it's like I, I think it like this I don't know much about what happened with slavery because I was never there all I can do is to hear the same story that you hear plus a little bit more added on to it I was there. And, and what we say that we can we can read them books, but because I mean some stuff is, is probably still hidden from us. People are not. I said this before all the time. People That's get why mad I feel about like digging through the books, uh, digging through records that'll help us learn more. Yeah, and me and then I always say people get mad about you know you not standing up for the flag. Like I honestly get mad because as long as I'm living, I would never ever know my true last name. Like I don't have a family crest. Like because right. you know, and 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 for those who you don't get what I'm saying, you need to go deeper to figure out what I'm saying. And I, I from the stories I hear about slavery is like, you gave us scraps, and we turned scraps into a meal. And that's 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 not that's the the imagery of that is that black people are always giving scraps, and we end up taking making it into a meal. You give us so little, and we can do so much with it. Like, you know, okay, you're going to give us this roll about this thug. Okay, well, guess what? I'm going to take this thug roll, take it as an experience, and I'm going to go out and get better. You And look at Chadwick Boseman. Here it is. He didn't want to be a thug. Bam, got better. So you can keep feeding the scraps. We, we're going to always prevail. Me, uh, us three may die tomorrow. And guess what? Uh, what we do, somebody's going to look at our legacy and maybe get better off of that. Like, man, we, we're, we're resilient. Like like Dasmond said, to the point to where we can stop being a first and be us. That's what people are fighting for, just so we can be an us in the U.S. And so, if y'all can't get behind that, that's why people are protesting. That's why people are sometimes stupidly rioting because they're frustrated. They don't have the hug. Like you know, I was a, I wasn't really well technically in the legal system. I was an orphan at one point in my life legally, uh, but. You know, I was frustrated. They asked me to test because we lived together. But I was a young, angry kid, and I didn't know I didn't know where to put that frustration at. So I mean, just imagine that being people who don't have 
that comfort saying, you know what, well, things will get better. We don't have people. Some people don't have that. Like, well, things will get better. We don't have that. Luckily, I had my grandma, I had my family, but some people don't even have that. So just imagine before you so quick to judge them, look at their, their circumstances, look where they come from. And like the most dangerous person in the world, whether you're black, white, or whatever, is someone who has nothing to lose. That's the most dangerous person in the world. And we don't want anybody to be there because you have to accept everybody. You see somebody with, with, the, with a raggedy on, uh, a hole in their shoe, buy them a shoestring. You know, but it helps, it takes the community to get better so we can turn the U.S. into a us. So I want to thank Dasman and CJ for coming on the show to talk about the legacy of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, we hope that you all join us, you know, conversation. Uh, the Hood Terminant, the Hood TV show, our movie's coming soon. <laughs> the Hood Tournament team movie's coming soon. We're just gonna call uh, it the Hood Tournament. <laughs> the, the Hood, the Hood movie Who tournament. <laughs> Who will survive? <laughs> hey, hey, I still, I still have hope that Kane uh, survives in that movie because how is he dead and he's still narrating? So uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the astral plane, man. No, man, no, no. We've been talking about Black Panther all, all day today, and. You know, you have not, you've already forgot about the astral plane. Shame on you, Cal. Shame, <laughs> I'm like, sir. I'm just like, man, man, come on, now, man. Like, but no, seriously, you don't y'all. Remember the wise words about uh, Myth and Man? I came <laughs> to bring the pain. Hardcore for the brain. Let's go inside my astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Method Man uh, reference. So make sure you uh, you all go listen to the Wu Tang Clan. But no, um, uh, <laughs> thank y'all so much for coming on the show once again. I uh, can't thank you enough uh, for, you know, come and talk about black movies, what it turned out to be, but uh, we want you to join a conversation with us. Uh, you can follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, make sure you use the hashtag Straight Up Show Podcast. You want for the merch, you want to join us on Patreon, go to Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. That's Patreon forward slash Straight Up Show Podcast 318. Or go to our website at www.straightupshowpodcast.com. Until then, I am Calvin, joined with Dasmin and CJ. But there's only one rule to our show is you got to stay straight up. We're completing a long climb. One first experiences dizziness, disorientation, and shortness of breath due to the high altitude. But once you become accustomed to the climb, your mind opens up to the tranquility of the triumph. Oftentimes, the mind is flooded with realizations that were for some reason harder to come to when you were at a lower elevation. At this moment, most of you need some realizations because right now you have some big decisions to make. Right now, I urge you in your breath, in your, in your eyes, in your, in, your, in your consciousness, invest in the importance of this moment and cherish it. I, I know some of you might have partied last night. You should, you should celebrate, but this moment is also part of that celebration. So savor the taste of your triumphs today. Don't just swallow the moment whole without digesting what has actually happened here. Look down over what you conquered and appreciate what God has brought you through. God says in Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you. 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Graduating class, hear me well on this day. When you had this day, when you have reached the hilltop and you are deciding on, on next jobs, next steps, careers, further education, you would rather find purpose than a job or a career. Purpose crosses disciplines. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. When I dare to challenge the system that would relegate us to victims and stereotypes with no clear historical backgrounds, no hopes or talents, when I questioned that method of portrayal, a different path opened up for me. The path to my destiny. When God has something for you, it doesn't matter who stands against it. God will move someone that's holding you back away from a door and put someone there who will open it for you. If it's meant for you, I don't know what your future is, but if you are willing to take the harder way, the more complicated one, the one with more failures at first than successes, the one that has ultimately proven to have more meaning, more victory, more glory, then you will not regret it.